1: This episode contains language and content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists, and ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host Sofia Lo and this episode's guest is Muna. Muna are a pop trio based in Los Angeles. They have garnered a devout fan base thanks to their bright hooks and unique approach to pop songwriting. Their lyrics cover everything from heartbreak and longing to mindfulness, self-love, and queer and female empowerment. Their new self-titled record. Their first release on Phoebe Bridgers' Satisfactory Records is simultaneously their healthiest and, as they said themselves, their horniest songwriting yet. I was listening to you guys' um, cover of It's Good to Be in Love by Fru-Fru on BBC Radio 1. and That's awesome! Real one
0: alert. Real one alert.
1: But... I very very recently, I I did not jump on the Imogen Heap train as a youth because I I don't know I didn't have taste yet as a child. Uh-huh. But a friend of mine recently got me into that album, and That's she has want. held us all. She <laughs> yeah. holds she holds a lot of
0: people. She's yeah. very strong.
1: She's like the what's it like the the thing holding all of the universe together, preventing yes. chaos. Dark matter. Dark matter. There we go. Well, we love Imogen. You did incredible with the cover. So just wanted to mention that. Um, And now that we've started to kind of inch our way towards the emotional world of Muna, we're going to get into the self-titled record. Now, I kind of split this into three sections, like kind of based on general themes. So we'll kind of run through it. The first thing I kind of wanted to talk about were what I called the like, almost like healthy coping mechanism songs like things that like a uh, runner's high that deal with the more like traditional like self-care like go running and i don't know like take probiotics and shit kind right of song. and
2: meditate yeah
1: yes um paint the walls a different color um yeah. all of that stuff and then also dealing with songs that i think you know like a song like loose garment or kind of girl or anything but me which i think all deal with varying levels of either mindfulness or setting boundaries or having self-compassion and first of all I just really love that this album has such a like both kindness towards self and a, a desire to really again set one's own one's own boundaries to be loving towards oneself and all of the things that sort of fall under that.
2: Hell yeah I mean this is that's there's so much to go into in that conversation and I'm so happy that that was communicated in the songs on this album because I've always been kind of interested in like approaching you know I want to write about love and like I want to talk about love like we all do but like I'm always interested in people who find like new or more subtle ways to like get pieces of the human experience into songs and I do feel like the journey for me the last couple of years has been, yeah, like really focused on on self-love and self-compassion. Um, and with this album, it was also like how to navigate love and relationships, like w- with compassion for yourself and knowing that like it's hard to be vulnerable and you're not going to be able to show up perfectly. Um, so, yeah, it's very cool that um that that you feel that that was reflected on the album. Absolutely.
1: Um, It's funny, I was talking to a friend about the record yesterday too, and I was telling him it was like, again, there's so many of again these themes of like mindfulness and boundaries. And I think before I played it for him and before he like he hadn't heard your music yet, he was very like, oh, that sounds like it might be a little like self help tapey. And I was like, no no, like this is I think what impresses me is that you are able to bring so much nuance and so much of those like healthy or attempts to be healthier and kinder towards yourself into the format of pop music because mm-hmm. to have that level of nuance is incredibly different difficult and it's difficult to do it in a way that doesn't feel cliche and is actually really heartfelt um so obviously you know that's a nod to or a testament to your writing as a band but yeah it's again i just i love like that good nuance in pop music as much as you know we love the the we're going to call them the horny on main songs we're going to get to those later Mm -hmm. um but um, i mean like
2: the boundary stuff is hard to put in songs because it's kind of um like i don't know i think a lot of times people go to pop music to like even me like i go to pop music to hear about like people following their kind of more baser instincts like And like hearing about people going back to their exes and like giving into, you know, like certain patterns that maybe we know aren't healthy for us, but just like feel really fucking good in the moment. Um, And so it's been, it's been an interesting journey of like wondering. For me, it was kind of out of desperation. I was like, I don't like, I'm such a sensitive person. Like, there was a period of time where I actually couldn't even listen to pop music myself because it was like, I was really trying to not do those things. And it was so, um, influential. And so then that, I think, and this was years ago, but that kind of made me like open up and question, like, um, whoa, am I like, uh, like, do I have an opportunity here to like help people who are trying to who are in the same position as me and are trying to maybe make different choices, but still want to listen to bangers. Um, And it's hard because it's not as, um, yeah, it's, it's not as we call it like the lizard brain, like it's not as shiny. And, um, but even like, it's interesting because there's the last song on the record is this song called shooting star, which is like, it's kind of a hard song to, to, Right. But we were talking recently to a friend who was like, I think a lot of people like it because a lot of people do have the experience of like meeting somebody, but knowing that they're not like a good person for you and making a choice of like, I'm actually not going to get involved with this person. I'm going to have feelings about it. I'm going to write a song about it, but like, um, I'm going to like, let it go because ultimately, like I care about protecting myself now, you know, um, So that was cool, too, because that feels like a middle ground of like, I'm still, you know, I still have like those instincts, but maybe I just make different choices about them.
1: Yeah, I'm actually glad that you said that, because that's another note that I made was sort of there's a couple songs on this record, Shooting Star being one of them and the other one being Home by Now that... Even though a lot of the record is either, you know, I'm setting a boundary from this past relationship where I'm allowing myself to heal from it or the other way where it's like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. There are also songs that ask questions because like healing and closure and love and relationships are not linear things. You yeah. know, like I like that this album isn't like a high and mighty, like, see, I fixed the problems and I'm, right. you know, again, I'm running and I'm doing this. It's like no, I still have questions, even over people that I've closed the book on, like, or that I've actively now chosen to not pursue, like, yeah, like, you, you're you allowed to have that be part of your experience.
2: Yeah, and even with Runner's Eye, it's funny because, like, I was talking to my little sister about that song, and she was like, I feel, I relate to that song in the sense of, like, um, like, this actual, que- like, it could be interpreted as, like, I left a relationship I'm like taking care of myself I'm doing what was good for me and it's like not as painful as I like thought it would be um but it could also be interpreted as like I won't stop moving and I won't like slow down enough to actually feel the loss that I've experienced which is not just an experience of like people in relationships but like that's an experience in our culture right now of like you know there's so much pressure to just keep everything moving and keep everything productive and not feel like the grief of everything that's going on in the world right now so I thought that interpretation of that song was really cool it's like you could see it as a healthy song or you could see it as like oh she's like running away from her feelings you know That's that's how
0: I, that's how I interpreted it always of like, when you, when you're sort of like dissociating through self-care, like, so as to not feel (laughs) like if you, do you know what I mean? Like that is a way of sort of like, yeah, exactly as Katie was saying, just like keeping your body moving, keeping your mind occupied so that you don't have to think about the thing that ultimately when you think about it makes you question everything. It's like staying as far away as possible from like your, yeah, your internal life at times. I'm definitely guilty of doing that. I think also if you're like an intellectual person, I, I think like, yeah, you can be having really productive thoughts and really interesting thoughts and like thinking and caring about interesting things, but that can also be a really you know a really good way of dissociating from your reality as well and it can be unhealthy even though it sounds like a good thing um, absolutely but yeah that's that's what runners high always like felt like it like to me and that's what i resonated Um, I will say I actually
1: did feel that duality like in my notes I actually put it like when I section things off I'm kind of slowly throwing that out the window just because of the way the conversation's going but Mm. I kind of (laughs) put runners high at the end of that like kind of self care section because I was going to say it almost felt like there was questioning in it and I do think that that's like even when I think of a song like what I want which is in that other more like doing whatever the fuck I want section if you will yeah. or category yeah. like yeah. even that one for me carries a lot of duality like it's incredibly empowering in some senses and in other ways it's excess and it's escapism and 100 i think it holds both
2: 100 percent, and i think it's really it's so funny because like even while we were producing that song out and like making the choice to put it on the album like i was fretting over like this isn't necessarily representative of like who I actually am and the life I actually live but it is representative of like I have those urges sometimes like I have those urges to just say fuck it and like you know like just grasp for for whatever I have an instinct for and like I think it's for me the way I um accepted that song and its place on the record was just like the idea of like making friends with that part of you and not really being ashamed because i'm a human after all like i'm not trying to be a saint you know no. um just trying to be a person and um but yeah i like the way that these songs like work with each other um even like as for something as kind of obvious as like drinking it's like that song is like i'm gonna go and get really drunk and then literally the next song is like okay i'm I actually stopped drinking <laughs> You know, like you try things, they don't necessarily work for you, and you just stay on the path.
1: Yeah, it's it's an unabashedly human record, as as I think the best ones are. Also, this is, I mean, we all know what day this record came out, and the unfortunate accident of what also came to be on that day. Yeah, Oish, um, indeed. Yeah, and I do have to say that as much as again, what I want carries both like some healthier and maybe not as healthy habits I think for me and the record at large but I think what I want really represents this feeling you know as as women as non for non-binary folk uh cis or not cis men trans men trans women basically anyone who isn't a cis straight man yeah will tell us what to do with our bodies and yeah. how we're supposed to present them who we are allowed to share them with x y and z and right. obviously that day was a the epitome of people telling us what to do with our bodies and literally codifying it into law. Um, And so to have a record come out on that day, that was such a polar opposite feeling of I am going to do whatever the fuck I want. And even like, you know, like I know you guys have joked that it's like the horniest record you've put out, but it's like, you know what? Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. think we needed, I know for me personally, I needed that counterbalance that day as a sort of respite from everything else that was going on around me. So it was nice to have that.
0: I, I really appreciate you saying that because in all honesty, I think it was, you know, just a hard day for us because not, I mean, like just what was happening in the world. And also we just felt like we worked so hard on this record and, it was hard to celebrate anything on that day because it was just so dark, you know. I still mm-hmm. think about that day and I I could cry, you know. And I'm glad that those songs were there for you and like you can make use of them. And that's always been like the driving force of everything we do as a band. And um, sometimes like you can forget about that, but I appreciate you saying
1: that. No, I mean yeah. it's it's worth saying like. You know, I'm I'm a a straight woman, so obviously, you know, the part that I associate with most is the the kind of female aspect of it. And I won't Mm -hmm. pretend to co-opt the other parts of it. But again, to have a record that people like myself and then other people who, again, aren't cis straight men can feel empowered by is amazing and feel like, okay, I'm going to talk about like the more carnal feelings I have. I'm going to talk about not letting sadness you know trap me i'm gonna allow myself to feel whatever it is i feel and process things i'm gonna fall on my face i'm gonna hit on that person in the bar that i think is really hot and all Mm -hmm. of that is valid and all of that is okay regardless of what other people tell me is a really beautiful and validating thing to have preach yay yeah, um, thank you so much
0: for saying that. That's no, lovely. it's
1: my pleasure. Um, I think on that note, we've got about five minutes, so let's get into the fun part of the record. Um yeah. All the, so we already talked a lot about what I want. Um, another song that I think kind of stood out to me in this little, what I'm calling the fun section was Handle Me. I think it's a very emotionally intelligent song, but it almost felt like a playoff of hands-off on the last record. They're both very mm-hmm. different, but also very this, there's something about them that ties, maybe it's just the element of hands and yeah. touch, but it's one, one song being very much like don't touch me and whether that be about consent or keeping an ex away. This one's more about, at least within like the realm of like consent, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, allowing yourself to open up to another person. And yeah. Um thank you for saying nice things about that song we don't talk about it a
0: lot. Um mm. and yeah, it I, I people have been drawing the connection to hands off which I've which I have like thought was quite clever.
2: Um I can speak to handle me a little bit. Um okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's really nice that you think that that's like a fun song. Um it was it was definitely like a an intentional thing of being like... I didn't think about the fact that um, it had this, you know, partner in hands-off, like, from the last record. Um, But that's just, like, goes to show you, sometimes your songwriting, like, shows you stuff about your own journey that you didn't see yourself. But um, I originally uh, got the idea for Handle Me from... I was learning about um, like botany and plants and pruning plants. And like, I learned that um, for a lot of plants, like they are healthier and and happier. Um, Like for example, like a lot of fruit trees are healthier and happier if they are getting like picked and eaten and, and pruned and like basically interacted with by um, other forms of life. And I just liked that idea of like, um, you know, needing to be needed and needing to be handled and like needing to be a part of something bigger. And, um, that just was like the seed of that song. But I, I wanted the song to also be speaking to, it's kind of to myself or to my, to a younger version of myself that like thinks that if I get involved with people that I'm like, you know, gonna, I mean, I'm literally quoting the lyrics, but like, I'm going to mess it, mess it up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think just embracing that, like, that is okay if that does happen. um, And it's like still um, worth it to have like the human experience of trying to be involved with somebody else. Um, So, and then it was cool also to, we don't, we don't, I don't think in our discography, we really have like, make out song as explicit as handle me before so it's really nice to have that now
1: yeah yeah i i, I can't disagree with that yeah um i know we didn't get to cover every song on like a very like myopic sentence but i'm i'm definitely glad that we've already got to you know look at the kind of overarching spectrum of this album but one song i definitely want to touch on before we go i think is kind of girl because you know we we talked a lot about that self-compassion about uh-huh. even what you just said of like even fear yeah. like messing things up especially this one I kind of tied back a little bit to it's going to be okay from the last record not so much uh-huh. because they're the same but more like one was more of a like you know being loving and tender towards oneself about things that have happened in the past whereas uh-huh. this one is kind of at least to me it's like going forward like i know who i've been who i am and who i want to be and i want to continue on that path with a lot of love for myself and whatever you know whatever way i move through the world is okay
2: yeah i love that
1: yeah this song we we i think
0: kind of all feel like kind of girl is pretty close to the top of like our favorite songs that that have been on our records i mm-hmm. you know i think anybody with like any kind of marginalized experience or just any type of any kind of sensitive person who yeah wants to believe that you know that you're not a bad person but that also you can change like the patterns that don't suit you i think that is uh, um a message that all of us you know connected to and uh you know we're happy to be able to put out into the world especially you know with a little bit of, like, a different kind of twang that I think also resonated with, like, the earnestness of the song, like, the sonics of the, of how the final track, you know, came to be. I think, yeah, sort of you know, connects directly to, like, the the nature of the lyric, for sure.
1: Yeah, so the sort of, instead of the more, like, a lot of bright, kind of early 2000s pop draw, which we love and we celebrate. Yeah, for sure. It was going more almost country and going more towards that, like, Again, that powerful storytelling of the country genre.
0: Totally. Like, we all love, like, folk music and country music. And, you know, like, there is something to be said for the way that that those genres, um, you know, are quite good at storytelling. So, um, yeah, it's a it's it's one that we're really proud of.
1: Muna is available now wherever you normally get your music. This podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by myself, Sophia Lobricaro, and the artwork is by Meg Wilford.